One is um, Jason, one is Denisha, and one is a midwife, and, and one is a um, exceptionist, and she's married. My younger daughter's married. My older daughter, she just bought and purchased a new home. She had a uh, housewoman yesterday, so we are empty nesters today. So <laughs> Woo! We, so we building on something new right now, just recreating ourselves. I mean, we was already good, but we already have a friendship and a bond. And um, it's just nice to be you invited us on your uh, your pro your podcast, Georgia. So we just we we're here with vessels, you know. We walk in the we walk in the godly love because God is in us. God first, He's got us to this place, and we love the Lord with all our with all our being, and that's that's who we are. But I mean, we are, um, we have Ezekiel Family Services, which is a, a coaching business. Um, I'm a I'm a certified life coach. Um, she's a certified life coach and I own Splice It Electric, where you can get all your electrical needs met in Jesus' name, how I always come. And, <laughs> and then that's just us in a nutshell. And I, I'm beside the most amazing lady who's always pushing and always motivating. That's she's like right. a travel agent. She's like a million businesses in one. <laughs> I got to let her tell all the business. I don't know more. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yes, come on through here, Queen. Thank you, Ethel. Yes, come on here, Nikki. Thanks, honey. Um, so yes, I do a spiritual therapy, um, which is um pretty much helping people um define their uh values that they're living out day to day, um, in alignment with the values of their um who they are in Christ. A lot of times in our relationships with God, what we're producing and our outcomes we're producing is really not lining up with our value system. And who we are in God. And a lot of times we're not aware of those underlying um, limited beliefs or belief systems that we are believing in. But we're saying out our mouth that we believe, like, for example, we'll say, you know, I believe that you don't hold no record of wrong because that's what love is. But then we don't forgive. and But we don't realize that our value system is aligned to the record of wrong and not forgiving. But out of our mouth, we're saying to forgive and to love. And so that's what spiritual therapy is about. I get in there and, you know, dig down deep and look at those belief systems so the person can genuinely be aligned to who they want to be in Christ. Um, and they can have the outcomes that they want in their life. So that's what I do around the spiritual therapy piece. And the coaching piece is just around, you know, us really looking at what people are out to produce in their lives, you know, the outcomes, the goals, the things that they want to achieve and, um, you know, and building some accountability around it um, to help them to get to the outcome that they want. Um, and so that's pretty much what we do in Ezekiel Family Services. And we do that around marriage, around um, pre-marriage, you know, pre-marriage coming into the marriage relationship, um, individually around family, career, different areas that people want to um out to produce some great outcomes in their life so that's what we do in ezekiel family services and then i am a travel agent but i kind of just got into that just to like with me and my husband we're empty nesters now and so we want to travel and so i was like well okay to get the perks of you know us traveling let me be a travel agent and then i also can help the kingdom you know the families that want to actually get out there and travel and never had access to know how to do that. And so I'm like, okay, God, you can use me in that area too. So that's mm. pretty much the two businesses that I'm out producing right now. And of course, ministry, you know, that's just who I am. 
That's what he is. That's who we are. You know, we definitely serve in our ministry. I'm a minister. He's a deacon. And we definitely serve to advance the kingdom of God in every aspect of our life. So that is who we are as Jason and Nick. Yeah, with no limit. Because God has no limit. So we don't put God in the box. We just allow him to do whatever he's going to do. Yes. You better come on through it. Look, don't get me. Listen. <laughs> Already had a hyped up morning this morning. Listen, I'm ready. Y'all know. Y'all know I'm ready. I'm always ready. She always ready. That is awesome. When you were talking, Nikki, uh, I, I, I was thinking about when you said you dig down deep. I, I have this thing and I keep saying I'm going to do it. And uh, on, on my live one day, I'm, I'm really going to do it. But I don't want it's about infection you know, that like getting down to the root, you got to get that infection out. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of people walking around with band-aids on and yeah. woo, but I'm gonna leave that but right I, there. A lot of that is taught because like therapy and counseling and a lot of that deals with looking at the symptoms and the symptoms is the care, how to manage, but the cure is the deliverance, the breakthrough, mm. the healing where God gets you down in the root of what's going on. And so you need the care and the care. You know, once you get to the care of it, you now can dismantle that belief system or that feeling or whatever it is that's causing those symptoms to show up. And now you got some practices to be able to manage those symptoms. And so, you know, you need both, but it's just really having a distinction of what you're operating out of. Are you operating out of the true care of it? I mean, the true care of it, like you know the root of it, or are you just still managing the care of it? And it's not, you just going in cycles because you don't know what the cure is, the root of it is. Girl, listen, I just, I'm about to, we're going to talk offline because I'm about <laughs> to, I'm about to do an event and I need you right there because that portion that you just, yeah, I need you. We talk about that later. All right, let me get on to this because listen, this thing about to take a whole nother. <laughs> that was a whole word right there. All right, so my topic today, trust me, y'all got this, okay? Y'all yeah. got this. Trust, trust. My <laughs> the top <laughs> the topic today is marriage and ministry. Mm-hmm. That sounds See? good. That's, that's an easy topic right there. Yeah, we we, we that. all around that. We got that. That's I told that. you. What? <laughs> listen, will y'all trust y'all, girl? I keep to everybody come. Listen, it's so funny. Everybody come. They be like, what in the world, Georgia? I done told you yes. And I don't even know what we talk about. Like, I, what, am I crazy? But it's always right on time. It's so Jason mentioned it, and, and so we're going to talk about marriage and ministry because I think it's very, very important. And I love talking about things that sometimes people don't want to talk about, things that that we need to hear, and that people need to know that you can be married, you can be in ministry together, you can have fun together, and I love it. And and so I actually, you guys said you're empty nesters now, so that even prompted me for even. I'm just like just super excited for you guys. And after 31 years, because Jason's, yeah, I, I know that too. I had that's on my, it's on my hand. <laughs> after 31 years of being together, 26 years of being married, under you guys' belt, like that is in this day and time is so unheard of. Like it's so marriage. You know, we we know that things people are not 
in it for the long haul. So especially young people like our age is what I'm saying. Um, it's very difficult to reach these numbers, you know? And so I want to know how do you guys continue to support, love, and enjoy one another with all of these years under your belt? So, and y'all, I know, listen, I watch, this is going to be funny. I want to see how, cause they, they one person. So they, I know they all going, they going to start speaking at the same time, but whoever wants to go, I just leave it out there. However y'all want to, however y'all want to go, whoever wants to go. Um, well, I would say, um, we both put God first. Cause, but like I said, when we first got married, we was young, we, we hooked up young and we wasn't about God. God wasn't in our lifestyle. We was just doing our own thing, but we loved each other. But we couldn't figure out why things wouldn't wasn't working out because we hadn't accepted God into our lives. And so it seemed like once we accepted God in our lives, now we started to live out our purpose, which God has called us for, that we could teach our kids about God. And then just the love of God. Like a marriage is so hard if you don't have God in the center of your relationship because God is love. It's like you can't say you love God and then be cussing your wife out. You know, mm. you can't want the blessings from God. When God says a wife is a good thing and you find favor from the Lord from having a wife and not treating her as you would treat yourself. So it's like God is the is the center of our relationship. He's the one that made that work. So we had a we we did it without God and we did it with God. And it's like it's no comparison. God was like, Well, y'all see what y'all have before me and see what y'all got with me. And then that's like once we received that, it came to that. It's like that's when just the blessings came from like everywhere. Like it just overflowed in our family not just with our daughters but like with her and her family and my family and just walking there and god wants us to be the pioneer so it's like with him nothing is impossible like you can do all things once we got the mind of christ and we don't want to call nothing can stop us right. we can we can do all things mm -hmm. yeah it's, mm. it's, the, it's the it's the it's what 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 really was the factor like my husband said was the love right because the love that you have outside of God is a love that was created through your experiences in the world, through the relationships, through the way people told you love was. And that love is more of a performance-based love. But then when you really begin to understand the love of God and receive God's love, like God's love is not contingent upon our behaviors. And mm. that's the biggest thing in relationship, we... You know, we're looking for the other person to meet our need based upon behaviors. And so any relationship that's operating out of that, that's self-centered love. It's like, who are they to me? How do they bring me value? Not who are they to themselves or how can I get in there and be with them and allow them to grow and express themselves in their own values that has nothing to do with me. And that's the love of God. And so until you know how to accept the love of God for yourself, you're not going to be able to give that to your spouse. You're not going to be able to create that space where they can genuinely be themselves. And even if who they're being in themselves is, is conflicting against your own values, you don't know how to stand in the space of that being nothing about you. They don't have nothing. Mm. That's everything to do with them, their love relationship with God or their lack of love that they don't know how to receive from God. Or the or like front of the hand, back of the hand, right? Or your lack of love, or what you don't know how to receive from God. And so it's that whole commodity of love relationship, like how you're learning to love each other. And that, and that's what has worked for me and him, like really 
that's what he talked about. Like we really needed God in our relationship because first we needed him for ourselves. Yeah, because sometimes them, you, come in, you come in broken, yes. and then you want your spouse to fix fulfill, you. fix you. Mm -hmm. But that's only something that God can do. Yes. Like, I can't give you what God only can give you. Right. So we don't focus on trying to fix each other. I mean, right. we we just pray and hand it over to the Lord. I mean, we are God first. Right. So, like, if she's missing an issue, maybe emotional. I mean, I can't I can't fix emotional. Only you got to reconnect. You got to connect with God so that he can give that to you. Yeah. And then allow me to be free to be who I want to be and not control me to be the person that you want me to be. Right. You no, know, and love past my flaws. Like, we all have flaws, right. but with the love of God, how God loves us, we mess up all the time. Right. And you can show that same love to your spouse. Like, when she has shortcomings. Right. You know, you don't focus on that. I mean, you give it to God, and then you have mercy and grace. And yeah. that's, that's how we get through. Like, yes, because I be telling God on him. I be telling him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but, but that's learning how to fight the battle the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the words say, like the words say, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? So I'm like, I ain't gonna keep fussing with you. I'm gonna tell God, 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 God. If there's something wrong with my heart, get it right. But if it, if you need to line him, align him, Jesus. And then she be she be telling on me, and then God will wake me up in the middle of the night, babe. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna get this out the way before I can get some rest tonight. Okay, this is violent. <laughs> so whatever you pray, tell God I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness, she she look you and hey, look you can't even say snitches get stitches on that one, uh, Jason. Like, like you I'm just gotta it. let it. <laughs> like I'm telling it. I'm telling it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny i love it i love it oh he my goodness he be, i know he be telling god on me yeah but we just, we just try to love each one, one another we don't try to make things too serious like we go to the same we go to, she's a minister i'm a deacon at the same and the same token but you know whatever god has for us to do we'll just do it no matter what but long as we stay on one accord yeah. we, we'll try not to let nothing come in beside you in between can't. our marriage listen you can't see it but i got a tattoo on my right arm this that's the scripture and it says god put us together and let nothing come between us and mm. I, it's a reminder that i don't let any outside forces come between us and i don't uh, let us come between us oh come on now that's a whole word right there did you hear what she said she said not only did she say no outside but i don't even let us mm -hmm. come in between us mm -hmm. my goodness that's a whole word because Listen, this little brain up here and I mind, I mind will have us all which way. I'm serious. This is my, listen, when Joyce Myers coined that thing, the mind is a battlefield because it surely that's is. It. Mm -hmm. This mind will have you in so many twisted directions and you don't even understand. You sitting over there mad at him and he don't even know. You like what? I mean, it's crazy. So yeah, we have. We didn't create, we didn't create a fake, a false story in our head. And we living out a false story that ain't even true. And we haven't even talked to the person. We just created something that ain't even real. Yeah. Honey, I'm you like, write in the world. Writing chapters in that book that don't even belong. Yes. Don't even belong in it. And that's the that's the importance of communication. Because it's like, well, what did you hear me say? Because I didn't say that, you know. And me and him have that those that's how we like get past. Cause like in our marriage, we don't have right and wrong. It's like it's no such thing as right mm. and wrong. Like that's the because when you put right and wrong in the conversation, now you're judging one another. 
Mm. You're judging based upon your own perception, your own experience, your own point of reference. And so if you throw the right or wrong out of the conversation, now you're present to be curious about how they're experiencing what you said or how they're taking what you said. And now you got something to talk about. Now you can align your conversation and the outcome and get in agreement. But if you're so busy in the right or wrong or make it, oh, this is that the Bible didn't say that. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Bible is just information right now. The Holy Spirit is the one that's giving us the understanding of what he needs us to do according to this conversation that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. So let him show both of us what the scripture means. You know, so that's how we like mm. interact in conversation because it's really about growth. And it's, a, it's all and all about your individual relationship with God and then God bringing that individual relationship together in the marriage to create his outcome for the marriage. Because people mm. think marriage is to make them happy. No, marriage is to make you holy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> right? I mean, you got, you got two people with opposites. Yes. That's think different and y'all doing different things together, but you want to come to one outcome. So it's you not. Your, you got to data to everything that you created that you thought you was. Right. To come into the person that God has created you. Because see, when God brings us together, right? We think we attracted to each other externally. But God is bringing us together based upon who we are in spirit for his plans and his purpose. And so he has to get all of that natural stuff out the way that we walk in the righteousness of who we are in him. Then that alignment comes. Now we hit that purpose that he gave us for marriage. Man, listen, here I'm over here. Look, they got me taking some. That's a t-shirt right there. You know I make t Marriage is not to make you happy. It's to make you holy. That's a t-shirt. That's the whole word. Like, yes. I'm serious. I wrote it down on my paper. Yes, indeed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you have to die to this flesh every day. Every day, honey. Every day. Every day. I'll be trying to get your point across. Like, your agenda. Like, sometimes somebody can be talking to you in a communication, but you're so... You're so you so want to get your agenda across. You're not even listening to what that person has to say. You just want to be right or wrong. You just want to be right. right. That's why she said we we take the right and wrong out the out the conversation. We just have different ideas. But what can we do to so that we can alleviate and try to get on one accord? Yeah. What's the outcome? Yeah. What outcome are outcome we trying to produce? Because right. if we can look at that outcome we're trying to produce, we get out of the order how we want to how we want to produce it like if he want to do it this way if i want to do it this way okay babe what are we trying to produce what's that outcome now let's look at the outcome now let's look at what's reasonable that that both of us can uh, incorporate our strengths to be able to get this done who's stronger in it you know like looking at how the compatibility works to get the outcome instead of being in competition mm. That's good. I, and I love that, that you said that. You said the we, last one, that one question. That was one question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I told y'all, see, he said March Madness. I told you, you get to talking. I'm telling you, God give me the question. I'm telling you, I he give it to me. As, 
he give me the questions and people be like, I, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm not gonna be here that long, but you can't help it because it's good. I know. Yeah. Thank you, God. He good. But I love what you said about taking out the right and wrong. Like that was a tip for me. Like I'm going to try that, and and like I love that, and not just even in marriage, but just in relationships. Period. Like yeah. that's a good, good tip right there. I hope y'all taking some notes on that because that's a really, really good tip. It really was. I love it. All right, so. So Nikki and Jason, we met in coaching class. We're all, of course, coaches, and we yeah. met in coaching class back in, when was that? Was that 2017, 2018, yeah, something like that? 2017, wow, it's been that long? Wow. So we met in coaching. That's why I said, with, and, and that's how they introduced themselves in class. We Nikki and Jason, and so <laughs> since then, they just been Nikki and Jason. <laughs> but my, my next, I, I want to know, how did you guys, like, land in ministry together? Because you came to coaching class together, now you're in ministry together. Like, how did that happen? Like, that's phenomenal. How did that happen? Well, I, I think it was just on, like, I, I searched and quest for God. Like, we started attending, um, well, the first church that we, we, we went to, and they had these cell groups. And, like, we all, we excel, always excel in, our, in, the, in the cell groups and the ministry. So like mm-hmm. I said, apart from God, like well, we we just come up short. Mm-hmm. So we just always we just need God. Like some people might be doing without God, we can't do it without God. I know that about myself, and I definitely know that about my wife. <laughs> you know, we need God in the sense. Because our personality is so A and B. Like right. like our personality and the way that we process life is so opposite. That Apple oranges. It's, that's, it's, it's so opposite. But when we let go of our personality and we get in line with our identity in Christ, we're one. Like we're on the same core. Like he think like I think. I think like he think. Like in the spirit, in the spirit, spirit. Like the spirit. it comes. Like he'll say something. And I'm like, dang, babe, I was just thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Holy Spirit aligns us. That's what he does. And it's it's not until we are and we make the choice. That's what it is. It's not until we make the choice to do and agree with what the Holy Spirit says, and then we're in alignment. But like for ministry, it was like for well, we we don't want y'all to think that okay, it's it's always been like a honeymoon type of like. <laughs> Like these are the great super spiritual giants. Well, you know, I, 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 I did not say well, I said before God, like BC and after Christ. Starting our journey, like he 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 hadn't been to church. Like church wasn't a part of his everyday grow up, right? Mm. And, and no, I was my family was very young. They were Muslims, and then my grandmother came into Christ, right? Mm. And so we when we were together, I want to say it was like in our 20s. You know how how you get so, things get so clashed that you like, some. we need a rescuer. We need some help here. And so I started going to church and then the church he's talking about, we found like, it, it was just over the radio. God know we needed it at yes, that right time. Yes, at that moment, I'm telling you. And so we came into that church and it was literally like it transformed our whole life the way we thought, like made God real to us. He's like, after these 21 years, we just been living according to the world. Yeah. Like God wasn't our foundation. So now I'm I'm, I'm around people that have a whole different way of thinking, a whole yes. different way of being. Yes. I don't have to try to perform to make friends. I don't have to try to be somebody fake mm. that I'm not. I can be just authentic who God's wanting me to be. Now right. I'm around 
other believers. And right. that was that was like the light. That was a game changer right there for yeah. me. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have to be. Uh, and people look at you like this. Hey, this is how you is. I'm like, well, that's how I used to be. But don't try to keep me in a box because God don't keep me in a box. Right. I'm, I'm creating something totally different here because the results I was getting out here, according, according to the world, it wasn't working for me. Right. It wasn't giving me healthy. It wasn't giving me benefits. It wasn't going to help my daughter. It wasn't going to help me stay married. It wasn't going to help me stay in a house and be a good father to my kids. Because mm. I know I didn't mm. have a father. So I know I wanted my daughters to have a father. So what do I need to do to be in my kids' life so that they can have a good life and their kids can have a good life? So now you got to be a generational curse breaker. Because you're going to either choose the world or you're going to choose life. You're going to choose yeah. lessons or curses. Mm -hmm. That's my life. And I, I chose to choose life. And then, like I said, my wife, she reads so many books. She's like, I'm like living with Joyce Myers right here. She is. <laughs> Joyce Myers is her idol. In this
I mean, those that's how God used to talk to me. Because <laughs> I used to be like, God, why I got to be? Why I got to do the right thing? You know? <laughs> Come on, Nikki. Come on, Nikki. So, no, a, a wife need to hear that word right there. With you, where you going with that? A wife yeah. needs to hear that word. But I'm going to tell you what the key thing was for me, right? It was two things God told me. He said, I need you to be loved to him. I need you to show him what the love of Christ looks like mm. as a wife. And then the second thing was, I was like, okay, God, if you need me to be that, then you got to show me who he is in you through your eyes. <laughs> because right. who I, out the natural eye, I, I can't do that, Jesus. You know, and he showed me, he said to me, he said, love him because he has my heart. And I was like, oh my God. No, no, he didn't say love him because he had already told me to love him. He said, trust him. That's what he told me. He said, trust him because he has my heart. And I was like, okay. And so the way that I did that, I just was like, because like faith faith is, is, what does it say? Faith is substance. Faith is substance and the evidence Mm -hmm. of things not seen, right? Mm -hmm. So he had already told me who he was. He already said that he was a man of God and he had a heart after God, like David, right? He already showed me. And so what he said to me is, he said, um, oh, he said, see him through my eyes and treat him as if what I've shown you has already manifested. And so when I operated and I worked, you know, and I was interacting with him and he would say things or he would do things, I would say, that's not my husband. That's not my husband. Because I had already seen him through God, who God says he was. And so I started treating him accordingly. And so it got so good to him. He told me one day he peeked around the corner. He was like, is this real? Is she faking? But I was so consistent in it. He knew it was real because it was about me and my relationship with God. It was no longer about the marriage. I was trusting God. I would say to God, I would say, okay, God, you told me to cook dinner, even if he comes in late or even if he don't, because we went to a period where he wouldn't come home. He came home. He'll stay out a day or two. And God would say, make him dinner, leave it on the stove and put the rest of the food up. And so Mm. I would say, okay, God, I trust you. I'm trusting you to take care of my heart as I do this. And I'll see the manifestation through my husband. And it would happen like he would, if he did something, he would get convicted in his heart. Um, We would come and we would just talk about things. He would create the space for me to talk about things. But my key thing is I had to, I had to stay in alignment with, I am doing this unto God because every time I would say I would do it unto my husband, I would get angry with him, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't him that I was trusting. It was God that I was trusting and God was transforming his heart. So then eventually our relationship produced where I trust him and he trusts me because it was creating that safe space for us to get ourselves out the way and really talk from our hearts. So that was some of the things that, you know, I kind of had to work through as a wife, loving him as he was, because he used to always say to me, you you don't love me as I am. And I would like tear that down, but I wouldn't hear him. Like I wouldn't hear his heart in that because I wasn't, Mm -hmm. I was judging him. I was judging him to be who I needed him to be. 
but that wasn't who God had him to be. And so when this man started getting in the line, Joe Jack, I was like, wait a minute, Jesus, I don't know, I don't know if I, I, I asked for it. You know, you be saying you asked for something. But when he started getting in line and discerning little manipulative ways and things that I did and calling that stuff out, oh my God. I was like, wait a minute, Jesus, I don't think I'm ready for this. So, you, know, you know how we do. Oh, I'm more spiritual than him. Oh, I got more wisdom than him. Oh, yeah. Well, when he started getting in that word and understanding the word that I was understanding and God was transforming that heart, all that little stuff that he couldn't see before that I thought I was on my little high horse, that thing was being dismantled. And I was Woo! like, okay, Jesus. So, you know, that's how we really, you know, got to the place that we are now. We just let God do the work and we went through the process of the work being done. And mm. a lot of times that gets worse before it gets better because you got to dismantle all that mess that's in the way and, and admit it and acknowledge it. And then yeah, you got to be willing to do yeah, the work, yeah. get, get down to the surface. You can't be surface trying to get to like a hot issue. You got to go deep. You can't put out there what you want people to see. I mean, if you want to get healed from something, you got to go deep. You got to go all the way in. Sometimes we all want, the we way want in. to get fixed, but we, we want to tell half truths. We don't want to tell the whole situation of what's really going on. So how can a how can a situation get healed if, right. it, if you don't? If God going to heal what you reveal. So if you don't want to reveal it, how's going to get healed? And sometimes we just want to be served. We want to look like the perfect couple, the Cosby couple. Everything is going good, <laughs> but, but we we had to go deep. We had to put in some work. Yeah, we had to go. Yes. To we had to go. We had to do. We had to get on our face. We had to go before the Lord. We had to do it mm. all. Yeah, we did. Yes. It all. I, I I mean, for 31 years, you had to do something in marriage 26. That's listen. I'm coming up on 22, so I know. Like, you already, it's, know. You already know. Listen here, like it's yeah, it's work. Like it's stop. work. She, she started. She's cooking now. She's buying. First, she was she wasn't cooking that much. She's like, <laughs> now cooking. She's cleaning more. <laughs> she's becoming that godly wife that I was talking about. <laughs> Look at you for me. <laughs> Can like my daughter is a senior, she was a senior graduating. I was like, Yes, we about to have the whole house to ourselves, and then here comes Miss Rona. <laughs> yeah. time, time. I'm just gonna leave it right there. All right, yeah. let me go to my next question. She's still here. Look, she's still here. Now. <laughs> give it time, give it time. I know, I know it's awesome, it's all good. No, it's good. So, I, I, I want to, um, y'all kind of gave a little bit of it, but. Can y'all, what advice would you give to couples who are in business together or people who are in ministry together, who just work together? Like what advice could you give to them? Cause it's already not easy to be in business, you know, period. But then now you're working with your spouse, you know, so what advice can you give to people who are, or even for new people? Because a lot of things, because of the pandemic, a lot of people are birthing, businesses now you know together and things like that so what advice could you give to couples and my well my advice was like i said just 
make sure you keep God first, no matter what you're doing, no what matter business you're doing. Keep God first, then you'll have the integrity. You have the integrity of Christ. And, and make sure you just be honest and truthful. You know, don't if you have something to say, you just don't let your spouse find out something that you should have told her earlier. Just try to be like far as like separate accounts or this and that. Just put it all on the table. Even if you think it might hurt or she's gonna feel a certain way, just make sure that she knows everything and she don't come in blind. Because it's hard, it's hard getting somebody's trust, learning their trust, and then losing it. Then it's hard mm. getting it back. You gotta do a lot of work to get that trust back. So uh, I would say this. Just keep God first and make sure that you're being honest and truthful with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, don't be keep secrets and because that's the, those lies, and those small lies just add up and they create a bigger confusion. It's hard. And once somebody loses their trust, once they put it all in, it's hard to get it back. I'm not saying it can't come back, but why you have to, why put yourself through that if you don't have to? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just be honest and truthful. That's what I would say. Yeah, and that honesty and truthful truthfulness, you know, you gotta set healthy boundaries, what works for you and your spouse yeah. and relationship with business and ministry. Um, mm -hmm. because what works for somebody else, relationship may not work for y'all because you your makeup, your blueprint is different. And so you have mm. to know what your blueprint is for your marriage and and setting those um goals you know setting your um your uh what is it your business boundaries. Plans. Mm -hmm. yeah, your business plans your boundaries like all of your vision all of that it helps because especially if you have a vision in place like for where y'all want to go in business where y'all want to go in ministry and then you have somebody on the team come and they they got agenda of what they want to offer to your business you and your husband now y'all have something to look at to say okay does God, does this align with what you've all did, what you birthed in us, what you've given us? So it really helps the communication when you have like your business plan, you have like your vision. And so when other things come, try to come in the middle of that, even you, in your opinion, and you know, your your flesh or yourself, mm -hmm. you got you got something to go back to and say, okay, does this align to what we originally said? Because I know for myself, I can jump off of ideas. I'd be like going left, north, right, because I'm like a business with it. You know, my husband will come back and challenge me in a minute and be like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, that's what they want to do. Is this what you want to do? Is this what we said we're going to do? You know, so mm -hmm. you got to have those boundaries in place. You got to have that safe communication. Yeah, don't, right? jump, don't jump out there and do something with it. Where you make a decision and you haven't communicated with your spouse. Right. You get your spouse hand about it after you already made the business plan and the business deal. I mean, that's not being honest. That's yeah. not being truthful. So make sure you talk that over. Even though it's a good idea, yeah, it could be still a good idea, but coming to make sure y'all come into an agreement before before you move forward. One person try to make the decision for right. that something that's supposed to be a, a joint net a family um um vision. Vision. Yeah, mm -hmm. vision. Don't just just because it sounds good to you, you ready to go on it, but make sure you talk about it. Yes. And if you can't mm -hmm. my, my our key the our key thing is follow your peace. Like if I have peace and he don't have peace, we ain't moving yet. Because mm. the peace of God to be able to move forward. Um, we may not have agreement in the the way that we want to move forward in terms of the plan and the blueprint and all that, because we think differently. Yeah. But if our heart is in peace and we feel like God is on board with what it is that we want to move forward with. Now we can come to this place of the, the smaller details of how it's going to get done. Yeah, another thing we do, we write it down. Like they said, vision board.
but just not having a thought, but we're putting it on paper and then both of y'all to know where y'all going to. Y'all can see it. You put it out in the atmosphere, you put it in God's hand, but you can go back and remember because we forget a lot of things. Yeah. But you can go back to that plan that you had and say, okay, we did this, we did that, we checked that off. Now we can go ahead and narrow this down. Yeah. yeah so just writing stuff down and, and keeping that vision in front of you. And remember, yes. every every good idea is not a God idea. Mm. Hello. Because it's good. You, it could be a good idea. Just put it up on the shelf and chill. Yeah, I, I was trying to jump. I was trying to jump on that. What was that? That susu. I was like, I walked all the susu. Come on, baby. They making five thousand. They making twenty thousand. My baby said, God is not in that. You have to my life. <laughs> still get from this money, this person. You got to do that. And I was like, what? I was like, we ain't know that. <laughs> but it was so funny because I'm going to tell you, the, the enemy, like the enemy will always try to come and bring division. And this, so when it was originally presented to me, I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Because I didn't, you know, I and I prayed about it. And me and my sister started doing some research. And I'm like, wait a minute, babe, this part is against the law. This is against the law. Like, you're not supposed to do this. And so we came to the awareness that it wasn't in alignment to God's integrity. Just like the word, you know, God give us choice. We can choose anything in the earth, yeah. right? So we just looked at it and we said, okay, this is not in alignment with God's integrity. We operate off of God's integrity, so we're not doing this. Uh -huh. So bam, then he get a friend come in and like, bam, he his friend made like $30,000, make all this money off of, okay, boom. So we had had that conversation again. Bam, then somebody else, they, ain't nobody else coming to me. They coming to him mm. because because of the gifting that he has in him around building wealth. So they come into him. And I'm talking about like four or five different people coming coming to him. And so he is excited. He like he in his he in his thinker of how he can make the money off of it. But I'm having to align him back to God in the integrity of it. And so, you know, of course we didn't do it, but that's just an example how in business or in ministry anyway, the enemy can come yeah. and try to create the vision off of a mm. good idea. Yeah, that's mm. Yes, that yes, got to Woo, yeah, that's a, that's that's yeah, that's good. <laughs> I can't even. I'm like that division is serious, so we yeah, you gotta you gotta be woke. That's what I say. You gotta be woke to what's don't, really going on. So yeah, don't, we walk, don't we walk around sleep and stay? Woke. Don't we walk around sleep? That's right. You got to stay woke. So I right, now I'm gonna go on this next question, and Nikki kind of touched on it a little <laughs> bit, and so we're gonna go a little deeper. So you know, when it comes to marriage. We're going to get into this Ephesians 5.24. And I'm going to read it for y'all. This is what it says. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. So that is always <laughs> the number one topic when it comes to marriage and wives. And look, you see where I stop, right? I stop right there because that's what a lot of people do. Right. Stop right there at that one about the wife being submissive to the husband. But now read on to finish. You know, we 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 always sometimes pick the things that you know we pick one part of the verse or one one section of the verse. Yeah. So it's, so because it benefits us. But right. I'm gonna stop right there because I want to hear what y'all have to say about the wife submitting to the husband and because a lot of people have a tough time with this when it comes to marriage. So 
I, I want to hear what what y'all got to say about that one for the people. Well, I mean, we both we submit to we submit to each other. I mean, under mm. under the authority of God. It's not like the man is the back in the caveman days. Yes, the man is under Christ, and then the wife comes under the husband. But we submit to each other. We don't walk. I'm not walking around because like trying to like dominate her. It's 50 50. I submit to her like she submitted to me. It's not no no authority thing. I mean, God is the authority figure. I mean, so we both submitting to God. I mean, it's 50 50, not 80 20 because I'm under God. We submit to each other. I wouldn't have her do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So I submit to her. She may submit to me. I mean, and, and, and that, that's it in a nutshell. We submit to each other. Nobody, we would. I mean, God, like I say, it says man, and then the females under 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 me. But I mean, the same the same respect that she wants from me, I have to give it to her. So I think it's like a a fifty fifties um split. I mean, that's just that's my advice. That's what I say. I don't know how she feels. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, see, we got to hear how she feels. Like, <laughs> Come on, Nikki, what you got? So okay, bam. The first thing I will say is you have to know um, your position and your ability based upon how God created the marriage relationship. Because um, the the structure of a worldly marriage and a godly marriage is so different because the um, the laws that you are following are different. Like in the world, it's about you, it's about self, it's about the way that you see it. But with God, it's according to who God is and how God created the marriage relationship. And so he created the man to love and to lead. And he created the woman to respect and to honor and to influence. And so when you know your role and you know your position, then you flow organically in, in that and in sync that way, right? And so if you go down to... Ephesians 5 21 it says and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ right mm. and so when I studied that the Holy Spirit showed me the way that I created you the way that God created me was to honor and respect and submit to God reverence Christ right and so if I reverence Christ the way that I reverence Christ is the same way that I reverence my husband. And so we we want to separate God and our spouse. And that's the problem because if you can reverence your husband and honor him and respect him the same way you do Christ, then there's no space for um, resistance to any kind of submission. Mm, say that again. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up and say that again, please. I said, if you reverence your husband the same way that you reverence Christ, then there's no space for resistance against submission. Because the resistance that you are, the resistance to submission, you think that you're doing with your husband, you're doing it to God first. Hmm. Because the relationship is simultaneous. Ooh. And so that's what God showed me. He was like, when you're in alignment to that, 
then there's no there's no space to even be in considerance of the see the domineering part the dominance that my husband is talking about comes from that worldly cultural marriage because there, there's the only thing that's in the space of creating the love is you so you like oh no i'm i'm not submitting to him when he act like this well okay god gives you choice and god still loves you and when god says you to do something with you acting like that you still submit to him Ooh. so like that's just my my perspective because i had to walk through that and god just had to show me you know how to love my husband and honor him um based upon what he tell me to do because my husband don't have to earn my honor or respect I'm supposed to honor and respect him because that's what God said do. Mm. And I and I submit to him because that's what God said do. And I I submit to him and then here's the connect the connector to that, right? He is supposed to love and lead me because that's the role that God has given him. And so when he loves and he's leading me minus dominance but from the space of christ's love then there's no resistance to submission when i'm love when i'm honoring respecting and influencing him according to god's love then he doesn't have a problem submitting to me you know where the problem came in at? where eve was trying to get more knowledge than god allowed her to have us as women, when we trying to step in the road of leading the family in the roles that they supposed to lead, and we feel like in that space we're now um, disempowering them, then that's where the problem come in with submitting. Because because you know something like because I know something that he may not know, I should be trying to give him what he don't know so that we can walk together, powerful together. Not me leveraging my strength up against his weakness. Yeah, George, like mm -hmm. I had I, at one point in time, I was like, hold up, I'm not married to a man. I, I'm married to a female. You don't want to be, you ain't gonna be right trying to run me. I, I <laughs> to you, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens with us as, see, you see it in Genesis. That's how the enemy was able to deceive Eve because he made her believe she had something that she, he made her believe that she didn't have something that she already had. Mm. Mm. And so when you in the marriage relationship and you thinking you know more than your husband, you thinking you better than your husband because God has given us the ability to influence, but we influence, think about it. Like when you look at the, the nature of the family from the old, right? You had the wife at home and you had the husband outside working, right? The wife was at home because she has the innate ability to influence the atmosphere because that's who God created us to be. And so she influenced the atmosphere of the home, the children, the culture of that family. That's what she does. But when that is taken out of position and ability, now she's trying to influence and lead the husband. Just because she might make more money she wants to make the shot. She wants to be all the shots. Right, but it wasn't set up. It like wasn't that. set up that way, according to the way that God created it. 
when we're walking in our position and our ability, we flow together as one. There's no dominance there. There's respect, honor, love, and that family flowing like it's supposed to flow. Just because the problem is this. We look at things from is or 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 but. We don't look at things as and, right? We don't put the and in addition in there. So my husband loves and leaves the house and he submits to me. I influence the household. I teach my children how to love and respect and honor authority and they can be authority figures too. So when you add the and in there, you're not subtracting anything. People don't think that they're losing anything. Right. When you think you're losing something, you in fight. You ready to fight. If I think I'm losing my voice in the marriage relationship because you want to dominate me, we're going to fight. Ain't going to be no submission in that space. But if you create the space for me to be everything that God created me to be, a powerful black woman, two, three business, rocking this family, bringing money in, and you doing the same thing and we come together and we building a, 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 a you know our generation and our family together ain't no ain't no problem in submitting i honor the area that you're strong you where i'm weak you make me strong where i'm weak you make i make you strong and all the love everything is all the love yes all the love and respect mm, yeah because see i just stopped at that one verse but i got because you know i i i like to I just didn't hear what y'all had to say on that because yeah. it's very, very, I could do a whole podcast. Like I was sitting here thinking like, I need to do a whole podcast just on that because that's really, really, really like a serious issue. And everybody has their own opinions. Everybody. And like you said, is what works for you guys. But yeah. I think that is a lot of people like, that's just a discussion that a lot of people don't want to talk about a lot of people. And so, yeah, I'm going to have to do a whole pot. I think I need to have a, a whole, I need to have some married couples on here and, that really, would be good. That and really talk about this thing because now that I'm even sitting here and I'm listening and just some, and I love what you said about the, and, you know, and take out the, butt like that, that, that gave me a whole nother perspective. But we have to look at the word, too, because, like I said, people pick and choose. Like, you know, they'll just read one little piece out of it and run with it. You know, even when you you made a point about Adam and Eve, like, you no know, people, that's another scripture that people just take a little piece out of it and not the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so I just read 24, but I love the fact that you went all the way back up to 21. And so I'm going to start at 21 and go, and it says, and further, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means to submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body, of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. But here, here come the other piece of this. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. And so, you know, we can't just read one little piece out of the scripture, take one little right. piece and, and make it, you know, suitable mm -hmm. for us at the time. And mm -hmm. so I love the fact that you said, you know, that y'all both submit to one another, you know, and you, it's all about that communication and talking. And it's so many things, but. 
I'm going to really think about because I think that that is so important and yes. it really is the nucleus for marriages because it a lot is. of people struggle with this this yeah. word right here. Yeah. A lot of if marriages you, struggle. If, mm -hmm. if you look at one of the books that we study was Love and Respect, right? Because the way that God made, the key to this whole thing is knowing the way that God made man and woman. Mm -hmm. and, and you'll be okay because like i know he needs respect that's what's the way god created him and i need love i know she needs love the, the she needs security the scripture, she needs love. the scripture says it it gives it to us right there god mandated us according to the way he made us he he made the man to need to give the woman love and the woman needs to give the man respect because men need to be gassed up they go out there in the world. They have to lead. They have to provide. And so when they come in the household, they got the whole world coming against them. When they come in the house, they don't need their wife coming against them too. Their wife, is that's their secret place. That's their safe place to gas them up. Let them know that they're loved. Let them know that everything that they're fighting for, they're appreciated. You know? So God knows what we need. If we read the word and stop trying to make the word mean what we wanted to mean, then and we are actually aligned to it it flows like like i said there's no there's no space for resistance it's just be who god says be and then the mechanics of the way that god wants it to operate it naturally organically operates because now you got all heaven on your side see heaven aligns to when we obey it can mm. only align to the plans and the purposes of what's already there. Because, like, our life is, you know, the future fulfilled. Like, God already created our life. So, heaven is just waiting for us to get an alignment so it can do its work. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to do a part two. I'm gonna bring some other couples on here, and 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 because I mean it's true. I, I'm see my husband. He gonna be like, mm -mm, you didn't got me on there once. I'm not coming back. He don't, he he like being in the background. He he be like, you talk enough for both of us. <laughs> but this is like this. I gotta make a note of that because it's so many ways that this thing can go, and I think a lot of it too is how we are brought up once again the things that we bring into the relationship and all of those things and so yeah that's 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 a, that's good i'm gonna have to yeah i'm gonna have to get y'all back on a part two with some other couples and so that we can because i think that is is needed you know and yeah. even because i'm sitting here thinking like some things too and 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 this yeah i'm gonna just yeah, cause, that. Cause if we don't if we don't submit to one another that's when you get the that's when you get the, the devil try to get a foothold in, into a relationship and he always when his, his whole plan is to divide and conquer so if you're not mm. lining up to god's word and how he wants it to be ran then the devil is going to come in and try to trick you he's going that's that's he he likes to cause confusion that's what he does mm. so if you're not submitting to one another as unto the lord as mm. the says, then you it's going to be conflict Yes, I love you added that unto the Lord. Yes, that yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, not, not for your own your own agenda, but for God. Mm. Right. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, we 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 almost there. We winding this thing up. Look, my brother Jason said, but I told you, didn't I tell you, you was gonna get the talk? And you think you don't? It get good, it get good, it get yeah. good. I know. <laughs> you have some good questions. I mean, we were we wasn't we wasn't sitting around like what's he gonna try to trick us up. I mean, 
we actually hadn't been thinking about it. I was, we was like, whatever she brings, I mean, God and us, we won't be able to conflict. I know she's That's in God. Right. She's the preacher. So I know <laughs> God, you know, I know we're going to be able to flow. We're going to be able to run out. We're going to be able to rock and roll. I know. We covered that. All right, so I just, you know, like we said, we have been in a pandemic. A head came unexpectedly. So just kind of tell me, like, what, since this pandemic has hit, like, what has it revealed or taught or strengthened you guys? Look at Nikki's face. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I swear, y'all, I wish sometimes that this, this, this uh, podcast was, was visual because the faces that people be making. So, yeah, I just want to know, since the pandemic hit, like, how has it, has it strengthened your marriage, tested? What has it revealed? Because, yeah, this pandemic is... It was, it was a lot. Has, it has strengthened us. Yeah, it's for the battle. Like, yeah. you take it to another level. And just the other day, I was just saying to Jason, I said, babe, you know, since this pandemic hit, like, we have really, like, every day really been in, like, studying the word, studying our word. We even started Bible college online together. Like, um, just seeking God, writing our visions, like, talking about what's on our heart. Um, so it has really, um, it has really drawn us closer to vision. It has drawn us closer to God. It has given us a little bit of like courage to step out on some things, um, that God has placed in our heart. Um, so, and it has been a, a cycle of growth for us, like naturally and spiritually. Like, of course we had to, you know, step away with our daughters, allowing them to, truly be the adult and trusting the seeds and the harvest that we've already planted in them shifting that parental relationship from parenting to actually being partners and um you know standing with them in their in their decisions without us trying to influence them you know <laughs> um so that's definitely been growth for us um but it's been a blessing just watching the seeds that <laughs> over the years uh we have said and like now seeing them applied in their everyday life so that's been a blessing yeah. and then us recreating you know what we want to do with the next you know in conversation with god or what we want to do with the next part of our life yeah just um, we've been taking advantage of all this opportunity because we believe that god does everything for a reason and everything for purposes god is good god is love so we've just been taking the time to read more study more like get into his word i mean because you can't say you ain't have excuse to get into god's word with all the time that he's given us mm -hmm. so it depends on how you how you using your time mm -hmm. if you're just thinking about getting out running around doing that but if god wants to quiet you down so that you can get in his face mm -hmm. when the church is stopped down but you can come to god himself and read the word and talk to the holy spirit and meditate and listen to your worship music and grow a closer relationship with him then I mean it's 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 a win. You you can't lose. But if your if your mind is on doing other things and not selling your spirit and wanting to run around and do this and that, then you're missing that whole opportunity. Yeah. Because like it's be gonna come out of this, but when you come out of this, did you grow? What did you learn from mm. this? Did you learn to depend on God? Because God is the way maker. He brought us through. We he, we just trusted in him and he did what he did. It just brought us closer together. So I mean awesome. it, it was it was, it was, it it's was, choice. Yeah, it was it's, a choice. That's one thing that we're just really coming into the realization of is God's love and choice. Like Jesus died for our choice. 
even knowing that we may not choose him. Mm-hmm. It's choice. And so in this time when God reset the world, because that's how I believe mm-hmm. in what has taken place, that we were in a reset. And in this time mm. of resetting, what did we do with it? This is where you really get to see who you were in the heart and the character of your relationship with God and your relationship with self. And that is just what we, you know, come into the realization of during this time of this pandemic, just really looking at God and what God is doing in the earth and what he is out to produce in this earth. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people just was really got to see, like, I'm doing me. Like, I'm going back to do me because that's where my faith is at. My faith is in me. Like, this gives a whole world an opportunity to see what, what your faith is in. Is it in you, what you can do from your hands? Or is it in God taking some time to settle the busyness, the doing of everything? And mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing that, that was hard for me. Because I'm a doer, I'm an achiever. Like, I like to study. I like to do things. I'm out to create outcomes. The hardest thing for me was settling myself and really just like taking care of the inner me, those voices, those thoughts. Who am I? What am I? What 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 am I standing for? Is my is who I'm showing up as aligned to who God says I am? Like really doing that inner work um, because this was the time to do it. That that emotional, that mental work that when when the world was opened up, we didn't have a chance to pay attention to because we're so busy doing things, working, ministry, this, that, you know. So this time has given us both that opportunity to really do that inner work and come together as one, really looking at what oneness looks like um, and making a choice to, to, to making the intentional choice to choose what we want and not let in the world tell us what we want. Mm, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I thank you because yeah, I, I, I said in the, and I think a lot of people said this in the beginning, like, you know, when we come out of this thing, you know, either marriages are going to be stronger or there's going to be divorces. People <laughs> going to really find out, you know, like, Whoa, my God, I don't like this part, you know? And so this was really a leveling plane. And like you said, a reset for people to really, you know, do the hard work. And so how are you going to come out of it? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I love, because I know, I mean, I personally know some people who are, you know, having rough times in marriages right now. So this is, it's just hard work. And, and so, yeah. And this pandemic was like, wow, it really yes. opened up people's eyes to relationships and even not even marriage, just relationships, period. So yeah, but you can run outside and hide and run around. Like you have to stand <laughs> out when you get in an argument, where are you going to go? You might where you going to go? Yeah, I you know. sit in the house and, and go through that and, and talk it out and communicate. Get your communicating yeah. skills up. Get your communicating <laughs> skills up. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I always ask my my guests this question before we um before we leave out, and we down to the last two. But I always ask, what does prayer mean to you? Oh wow, what does prayer mean to me? So the first thing is that 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 natural response, of course, prayer is communication, right? Prayer is communicating with God, but for me. The way that I utilize prayer in my life, the first, the first way was um, 
this scripture um do not be anxious or worry about anything but what prayer and position presented to the lord right so in yes. anxious and there were situations that i couldn't control i would just pray it out i would pray it out to god um, i would give my emotions and my feelings to god so that i wouldn't try to jump in there and make it happen myself that was my first way of really implementing prayer in my life but now prayer is just for me when I feel the unction to pray, it's the Holy Spirit talking to me to intervene on behalf of somebody. Like literally to mm. use my voice as the instrument in the in the universe, in the in the supernatural realm to summons the angels to be able to move on behalf of whatever the spirit is trying to get out in the earth. And so that's mm. how I interact with prayer because I understand that the Holy Spirit need me, this actual body, to speak it so it can move. Now the angels can start to work in in connection to what I am orchestrating it to do. And so that's what prayer is to me. When I open my mouth, mm. I declare and I decree, or I begin to call things as though they not. I know that that is I am putting my, my I'm putting my family on assignment to be able to manifest from heaven on earth what is so. So that's what prayer is to me. Yeah, prayer, my, it's, just, it's just my communication mm. line with God, just to, to the things that I want, the things that I need, the things that I would like for other people to have, blessings on their family, I'm sickness, just calling it out. I mean, God knows what we're thinking already, but he wants to hear it. He wants you to be in, in, communion, in communion with him, talking to him like he's alive, like he's dead. So he he knows everything, but he wants to hear it. And like mm. I said, just put putting it out in the atmosphere so that we can call on what we want, and then know that God is faithful and He's going to give us what we what He wants us to have. And He's not going to give us anything that He know we can't handle. That He's going to destroy it. So if it's in line with His purpose and His will, and, and I'm talking to Him, that I, I know I will receive it. And the person that I'm praying for will receive it. Like He healed the blind. He He made the man walk. The, the lepers. So I'm calling out because we have the same spirit that Christ had. We just walking it out on the earth. So I'm just come on now. Have that same power, and I'm aligning with Him. We can walk it out. Yes, we better know we got that power. I know I, I got. I got power. the power. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and once we really step into it and come into that, it's so amazing to know yeah. that. You are a, a world shaker, a ground shaker, an earth mover. I said, oh, I got the power. He told me in he told me the beginning of this year and the last year, oh, the words you speak this year will shake the earth. And I'm sticking to it. And I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I'm yeah, like, thank it. you, God. Yes, he had to remind us. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And everybody I'm connected to. That's right. Well, who we better know. Yes, yes. All right, y'all. Well, I thank you. We're getting down to the left. Okay, this is it. And I love to see everybody face when I say this. We're about to do some Bible trivia. Oh, 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 <laughs> Whatever I say, these people be like, oh Lord, they start to sweat. And listen, look. It is for just fun. It is for learning. We all need hey. to, you know, it, listen, this is how we grow. Okay, look, Nikki, they got you like, Lord, I need some water. I got to get my throat right. <laughs> I, know, I know scripture. I, just, I know scripture according to 
after occasion. Like it gets <laughs> when Holy Spirit needs me to do it. So Jason did juggle some water too. No, this and so I have to give credit. I was actually in a in a meeting yesterday with my girlfriend. Shout out to my girl Brianna. I got these questions. We did something. She 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 knows that I do it. And so she was like, okay, Georgia, I'm I'm gonna use do your Bible trivia because it's so funny. And she a PK, like she a preacher's kid. And I did a live one time for an event and I had the Bible trivia and she was over there joint like sweating. And she it was so funny. <laughs> it's just because my people here they get like they yeah. get nervous because they're like, right. what? Just instantly go to performance. You instantly <laughs> go into thinking how yes. think about you if you don't get something. If right you don't, wrong. hello, come on. And so that's why I do it because, and I say myself, like, I, and yesterday she did Bible, I was getting stuff wrong, but it, it, it teaches us to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, to learn and know that, like, mm-hmm. that, oh my God. Now I'm worried about what somebody gonna think. Listen here, don't everybody walking on this earth know this whole Bible? Okay, right. that's first thing. That's, that's why we had the. That's why we have the Bible. I mean, I'm not walking straight. I'm not the walking Bible. I have the Bible, <laughs> but with the Holy Fire, the Holy Spirit reveals. If I know, I know it. But I mean, you don't have to know every scripture. I don't mean God you ain't got to know. He said, "Hide something. Hide one in your heart. That's as long as yeah. you know one. Hello, as long as you know that one and can and pull it out. But anyway, I love it. He said, "I ain't the walking Bible. I like that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, but, so, listen, but this, but this, what I, this how I'm. Uh, this, this is me and my husband do this. This is how I'm aligning him. But he really is the walking Bible because <laughs> the Holy Spirit is in him, and the Holy Spirit knows every scripture. And when he needs it, the Holy Spirit will resist. Hello. Amen. Come on now. Yes, come on now. I like that. I receive it. All right, so this the question that um that she asked me, and I was like, what? And I had it. Right. But see, you got to be listening. I wasn't paying attention, so I'm going to give it to you. It says, so listen to the question. There, and it's true or false. So it's true or false. So it's real easy. So not, I mean, it's true or false. There's two prophetic books in the new testament true or false repeat that question one more time there's two prophetic books in the new testament is that true or false in the new testament yes ma'am i say false i'm gonna go with the man he said false that's right. He right. Yes. Come on here now. All right, man. That's how they do on 91.9 when they, they ask like the, the truth question. This this Bible or not Bible. <laughs> no, it is not. It is only one. Do you know what the one is? In the New Testament, the one prophetic, prophetic Bible. Revelation. We yes, ma'am. We got it. We got it. Yes, see, now that wasn't hard, was it? Thank Jason you, Lord. Said, that's <laughs> it, that's it. <laughs> I think it's when I paused and I realigned what he said yeah, and about then, the, about the Holy Spirit and how and then we became present to it, and then and we got the Hello. <laughs> it tripped me up because I was like, no, I knew revelation, like but I wasn't. I was trying to name them, but it didn't say name them. It said, is it true or false? And I'm thinking like, okay, I knew Revelation was definitely, and instead of me, and I got so hemmed up on 
trying to find another. And I'm like, look, I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> but I'm like, well, maybe am I missing something? Man, listen, it was funny because we was like reading is fundamental and you got to pay yeah. attention. So and, listen, and I and listen. Yeah, the key thing when you said listen, I was like, okay, let me listen. Yeah, listen. Sometimes we try to overthink. But when I had to make that distinction between Old Testament and New Testament, because my mind was going to Old Testament because you said prophetic. But then I said, no, Nikki, listen. She said New Testament. I was like, and that's why I confirmed with you. I was like, you said New Testament, right? And then, then I was able to be aligned. That thing would trip you out, trip me out. And she was cracking up. She was like, Georgia, you was on it the right time. You said revelation. Yeah, and I'm right. standing there like, yeah, that thing. I was like, that was good. She got me. I was like, man, come on. So, yes, yeah, listening. Hey, this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. What happens is this, bam. You know how you be like, go with your first instinct? Your first instinct is your heart. That's, that is the, that is what the Holy Spirit showed you. Yes. Then we go to our head. Go to our thinker. And when we go to the head, then that's when, because you mm. start going through all the Bible verses. So that's, that's what I'm learning. I'm learning really, like, this is what I'm sharing with you. This is what I'm learning in practical life. How to do this? Yes. I'm hearing my heart when the Holy Spirit is talking to me versus when I'm in my head. Yes, it's so true. Like you, I mean, we have a, we have, he has given us the Holy Spirit for a reason. Yeah. And we, we deny that all the time because we think our brain is smarter than, and it's not. So just yes. go with your first mind, everything, you know, it's just like when you be like, you do something and you get that inclination or you don't do something and you're like, dang, I should have just did it. it. And then you be like, oh man, now you mad. Cause guess what? That was the Holy Spirit because, yeah, Holy Spirit. and that's why everything like and i that's why i love not giving people the questions of what i'm going to say because i want you to come from your spirit and from your heart you know yeah. and just because that's where the truth is that's yeah. where the love is that's where god can get the most glory and so yeah. you don't need the questions because it, and stop just overthinking you're gonna you're gonna frame them you're gonna overthink you're gonna, it. Oh, yeah oh yeah. yeah. well that's the but like you said when you get that unction that's the Holy Spirit right there. That's that's the answer right there. Don't try to try answer. to put it in, frame it, try to think about it too much. Just go with that first answer. Most time, that's that's the right one. It is the right one. And yeah. guess what though? This is why I love him so much too, though. Even if it's not the right one, guess what? He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will readjust us. He will that's realign us. He will yeah. repurpose us. He will reposition us. Don't get me pricking up in this thing. What? <laughs> He will reposition us. He will re he will do it all if we just trust him. So yeah, nobody, nobody can love you like God do. God nobody. Like, man, God's the forgiver. He's the lover. He's the healer. He wants us to win. He always yes. wants to be on top. But I think that, I'm sorry, bro. go ahead. No, I go ahead. You go ahead. I, you got me. <laughs> I stopped your flow. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I think that even when we step out, like you said, when we step out and we do it right and it's not in alignment or it's not, you know, according to his path, I believe it's the learning. Like it's in the learning that he wants in us to learning. be in. And so it's like, you never, it's always just being aware it's your first attempt, it was his first attempt in learning. It's our first attempt in learning or our frequent attempts in learning. Yes. It's, what, it's, it's what God is trying to get to us. We just, mm. we think that when we're making a mistake, it's something that we did wrong. It's not. It's just what God is trying to get to us. 
He's trying to get to you to see it this way and not the way that you've seen it. Right. He's trying to get Absolutely. to you to trust him and not trust yourself. Right. You know, so he's mm. always trying to get something to us. Right. Well, how yes. would you ever learn? How would you ever learn if you don't make the mistake? Right. Because you're thinking, yes. oh, you're always right. So yeah. Everything's a lesson. So, yeah. well, I thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank, thank y'all. This has been amazing, amazing, amazing. I any words of encouragement, anything that you guys want to leave, um, you know, just feel free to tell them. And also, as you're giving your closing remarks, I want you to again just give people your handles, how they can connect with you, and how they can reach out to you for your ministries and your coaching and everything that you do. This platform is about connecting and collaborating. It, I, I always say it, it doesn't matter. We all do the same thing, but we are not here for everybody. And so if I can connect y'all with someone who needs you guys, then that is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, so just go ahead. Can you hear us? We don't hear you. You can't hear me. Maybe I might. Uh oh, what happened? Can y'all hear me now? Can you hear me now? No, don't this. No, we didn't. We can't hear you because our phone rang and then it just took all of all of the volume out. Oh no. Okay, let me try and refresh and see. You still can't hear me. Hello. Can you hear us now? I can hear y'all. Y'all just can't hear you me. Can hear us. Oh, yeah, well, we can't, can't hear you. So she can hear. Maybe you just say the um. Just go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just say the handles. Yeah. You want me to just go ahead and say the handles? Okay, cool. So the, the the main thing that we'll leave with couples is just that all things are possible in Christ. If you love your husband and your husband loves you and y'all y'all want to fight together for your marriage and you believe in what God says about your marriage. Trust what God says over what you're experiencing and stay, stay, don't quit because on the other side of it, you'll see everything that God says is possible mm. if you just believe that it is possible. And so that's trust, the- trust in God and lean not on your own understanding and and be able to, to make the switch that you don't have all the, the answers, but just trying to renew your mind daily and dying to yourself and align your mind to the mind of Christ. Yes, yes. And your marriage will be fruitful and it will prosper. <laughs> and so um, you can reach us at EzekielFamilyServices.com. Um, you can reach us on our email, EzekielFamilyServices at gmail.com. We also are on Facebook as Ezekiel Family Services. We're on Instagram as author Nikki Pinkney. Um, and you can reach us at Splice of the Electric. Um, for for all your electrical needs, yes. so you can reach us on there. Here's a it's spice splice electrical dot com, or his email is splice electrical at gmail dot com. Yeah, and so those are our handles. handles. <laughs> um, we also offer a free um thirty minute consultation if you're interested in getting any of our services. Just go on the website and and select and book a 30-minute consultation and we can see if it's a fit if you would want to um you know us to actually coach you premarital and marital and individual 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 coaching yes so we thank you for having us on here it's been a blast 
Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if they can hear me, but I thank y'all. I thank y'all. I thank y'all for tuning in, for coming in. Hey, y'all, listen, reach out to these wonderful people. Just give them a shout out. Even if you don't follow them, just start following, seeing what they're doing. They come in on Sunday mornings as well and do a word together. So make sure you check them out on Facebook and Instagram and just connect with them. So I thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for sitting down with your girl, Georgette, AKA the Preaker. And like I always say, I'm out. I'll see y'all next time. Deuces. It's your girl, Georgette, AKA the Preaker and stay tuned for some outtakes. Deuces. Yeah, we we I'm gonna record hit this record button because um <laughs> listen my, my 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 brother Jason said listen here sister uh I love you but um it's March Madness right now and so all right well listen I'm gonna throw it back at you my brother I mean it it, it just depends on how how long you talk so you know that thing hits you we can't. We can't control it. So I just ask the questions. It's y'all that answer. So, you right, know. Right. You go, so. <laughs> All right. Well, we. Prayers up. Yeah. Prayers up. Blessings from the Lord. Put your prayers up. Prayers up. Prayers up.